Welcome, welcome, welcome one more time to the one and only Music Marvels with a Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson show. You know, it's a great day in the neighborhood and wherever you are. And, you know, I'm just up and I'm just excited about life today. <laughs> so how about you with Chick with Beats? Same here. I'm feeling great. You know, ready to do what we come to do every week. You know, another great show lined up for you. We have comedian Rob Love in the building with us. An interview with him coming up pretty soon. And of course, music news and beats. Oh man, you know, I mean, that's 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 wild right there. But you know, it's really, really impactful. So hey, you better buckle up your chin strap. Um, you know, get your seat together and put your ears on because we're bringing it right now. Yes, yes, indeed. And you know what? I think now's a good time to pause for the cause and say happy World Radio Day to you, my co-host, and all the radio DJs out there in the world. You know, yeah. rock on. Today's our day to celebrate, right? That's right, man. That's right. Celebrate. Oh, I, I better be <laughs> careful about that tune because they'll fool me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and get into some beats, and we'll be back. Oh, yeah.
Okay, okay. You know, today is another good day, and uh, we're right back in the saddle. You know, we are truly blessed to have a young man, a dynamic young man, who uh, actually hails out of the Memphis, Tennessee area. And we all know what that means. They really move it down there in Memphis. And so he's well-traveled, well-versed, and well-experienced, been a lot of places, done a lot of things, and is teaching a lot of folks. And so we're happy to do this to you right now. Without any further ado, the one and only comedian, Rob Love. Rob, are you with us? Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? Happy to have y'all. I'm happy to be on, man. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. Good, good afternoon to everybody tuning me in. What's up, y'all? We're <laughs> <laughs> glad. We're glad to be here. Yes, glad to be here. Absolutely. So if you could just give us a little bit of background on who is Rob Love and, you know, when did you start taking the comedy as, you know, entertaining? Will do. Will do. My name is Rob Love, comedian from Memphis, Tennessee. Been doing stand-up comedy about 11 years now. Uh, started in 09, uh, went professional in uh, 2010. Um, it, it, it's a passion, it's a purpose, you know what I mean? To share love and laughs with the world. And uh, I'm just excited, man. I come from uh, a funny family. My, my dad was funny. Mom had a great laugh. And it was, laughter was big in our lives coming up. So um, to be able to help people laugh now is, is, is major. So I'm, I'm feeling like I'm walking in my purpose that God had for me. Mm. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, it is. So, you know, I mean, you touched on something right there, you know, um, you come up in an environment where there was a lot of laughter. You know, your mom had a, a, a laugh that was just very infectious, made people um, positive and upbeat and everything. Okay, so, you know, so now as you uh, progressed on your trail, Okay, share with our listeners a little bit about, you know, the, the, the very beginning, the first days of when you felt you wanted to go in that direction or what led you into that direction. That's a great question, man. Um, so my mom's laugh, I can remember her being in her room and just whatever makes her laugh, it just would ring through the house. You know what I mean? And my dad, um, my dad was a public speaker. He, he, he eventually became a deacon, but he was a public speaker. And I remember when he in front of people, I could remember the roar of laughter that came when he was in the audience, when he was up front. And I was just a little kid just listening. So, and he was really funny. And I remember one time my sister and I was riding in the back seat, and he was just making us laugh so hard our stomachs were hurt. And so I'm like, Dad, why why weren't you why aren't you a comedian? Why are you you know what I'm saying just going to job with regular job? Like man, I don't know nothing about being a comedian. I was like, well, let me let me be a comedian. Tell me how to do it. I'll do it, you know. But at the time, you know how to become a comedian, what to do, what I needed to do. So it was early on that I noticed that I wanted to make people laugh, you know what I mean? But didn't know the path exactly. So uh, fast forward to like 2009, my brother EP the Voice, uh, he was hosting an open mic with a guy B Hall in Memphis. It was not too far from the uh, the Rain Motel Cafe Soul, and I. Got, got, he's like, man, come on, try, try comedy. So I tried it and I did horrible. It was a, <laughs> it was a poetry audience. You know what I'm saying? They was really ready for the snaps and the, the deep thoughts, and I was coming being silly. So they didn't receive me well. But my energy after the, the desire, it, it lit a fire. I was like, okay, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? They didn't respond the way I want to, but I'm sure I can. So I just went all in and um, hadn't hadn't looked back since. Now, a lot of people would take um, a scenario like that and go the opposite way. 
So could you um, maybe give a little example or maybe an encouragement to somebody, you know, because we've got a lot of entertainers, whether it be singers, poets, or whatever, tuning in to, to not let something like that discourage you, but to keep yeah. pushing forward. Yeah, yeah. The universe is going to test you. Once you find out what you want to do, the universe is going to be like, hey, you really want to do this? Let me see. Let me let me let me find out. So don't expect whatever your purpose is to just wave and just everything just go smoothly. Me falling on my face or, you know, not getting the response that I wanted in the beginning, it fueled the fire. It made me want to go harder. You know, what I mean, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm an athlete, too. I started out playing basketball. So, you know, if I miss a shot, that didn't mean the end of the world. I mean, go and try to shoot again. And so that's just encouragement. Shoot your shot. And fellas, I ain't just talking about at a female. I'm talking about at your goals. Ladies, I ain't just talking about at the purse you want. I'm talking about shoot your shot at the things you want in life. You know what I mean? It's going to provide a whole nother level of purpose, a whole nother level of peace and happiness. Well, speaking of speaking of basketball, now we got to give a shout out to the one and only coach. Terrence McBride, Coach yeah. McBride, Woo, out of Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, indeed, man. <laughs> uh, he, 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 my guy, Coach McBride. Um, you know, he came on the scene when I was just starting to play basketball, and he was an, he was a, he, he has been an encourager, a support. You know what I mean? And just a real dude. You know what I mean? And coaches sometimes, you know, are hard. But, you know, you, you just don't have that relationship. He was hard and fair, you know what I mean? So it's just a blessing to still have him in my life. He's a father figure now that my dad has passed on. But him and my dad had a great relationship. So just for him to be still supporting me, it's just a, just just the magnitude of the influence you can have in people's lives. You know what I mean? Just as a little boy, never knew where I was going, was going to go. I always dreamed about being in the NBA, but not making it and still being connected to my coach. And we still working together. It's a blessing. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I've got a question, you know, and, and that refers to me. Now, when I was young, uh, I fought it for a while, but then I realized that the way people gravitated towards me in grade school, I know that's the okay. taking me back a little bit, but were, were you, <laughs> I could have, I was at some point the class clown. Now, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I worked on my studies. I did, I kept my studies up and everything, but then when the opportunities would come up in that third, fourth, fifth, eighth grade, ninth, tenth, I was kind of a class clown. Did that? Were you under that type of umbrella? See, the th funny thing with me is that I was only silly around people I knew. You know what I mean? I'm still like an introvert to some degree, a shy person. I don't just openly share with those who I don't know. I'm kind of getting into it now that I'm in the in comedy and entertainment. But for my most part, I was just fun. If you knew me, you knew I was silly. But if you didn't know me, you think I was serious about sports or whatever. So. It took a person to know me. That's what was the scary part about doing comedy because I was naturally funny. I wasn't a person who tried to be funny. So to get on stage and try to be funny on demand was really, the, the I guess that was the biggest fear I had. Mm. Wow. That's, that's interesting, uh, Miss Beats, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I really do think it's interesting. You know, um, you had mentioned earlier about how, you know, you're walking in, you're calling. And yeah. I think especially during a time like now, like people need entertainment more than ever. So, you know, as soon as the pandemic hit and the lockdown started everywhere, the first thing that most people did was turn to entertainment. So, yeah. you know, could you maybe give us a little bit of background about how that feels to you to, to do it now, you know, when, when people need a little joy and laughter more than they probably ever have. Man, to be honest, 
the, the funny thing about doing it now in the pandemic, it was like, you know, I've been going so hard. Just imagine a runner just running with their head down for, for, for 10 years. Mm. And then you look up and then they like, hey, what, what you been going hard for? It may not be there anymore. You know what I mean? So I had to adjust. I had to uh, figure out how could I could still contribute to the world? How could I still walk on my purpose? And so I started doing online shows, you know what I mean? But it still didn't give the same feedback that I was looking for, that I needed to make me feel satisfied, you know what I mean? As far as um, giving, giving my gift. So, um, you know, it's important. Laughter, the entertainment, music, you know, poetry, the arts are so important, you know what I mean? Just for the 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 freedom of speech as well as the the connection, you know what I mean? Feeling, okay, I'm not alone. Okay, that's funny to me. It's funny to somebody else too, you know what I mean? So arts is important. It's very important. So um, like, I just want to keep running. I just want to keep running and, and doing what I can to make sure the world gets some more love. I mean, it's so much negative in the world. So my goal is focusing on love. So just keep doing the best I can with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really incredible thing. You know, I'm happy that you're doing what so, you do. <laughs> yeah. And so you're, you're in some rare air because you're one of the few in the world I know it's been there for some years, but you're still one of the few people to have actually graced the uh, the environment in the world famous Apollo Theater. And, hey, I, uh, I just got chills with you even running it up, running it back. I, I, I got some chills on my spine just with you running it back, man. It's still, it's still like um, surreal, you know what I mean? And it was like a year to the day on the 6th that I was performing and my name was on the marquee at the Apollo and like just to see your name on the marquee when you've been watching Apollo Showtime at the Apollo so many years and then you finally see it's not it's not the you know what I mean it's not the Sandman coming out they like Rob Love will be here you know what I mean so that was major for me and it's still major I'm still kind of basking in that moment you know what I mean just still appreciating that moment just still amazed about how God, how, how awesome God is to bring me to a place that I didn't even imagine for myself, you know what I mean? So the Apollo experience was magnificent, you know what I mean? And it's it's like walking in a museum where the spirits, you can still feel the energy of the spirits, you know what I mean? Everybody walked through there, I felt, you know what I mean? It's just, I felt so much power, so much energy, so much history. Man, I'm still blown away. You know, I still uh, look at the photos and just, you know what I mean? It's amazing. And I touched the, the tree of uh, the, the good luck tree, you know what I mean? The oak, you know what I mean? It's just, wow. You know what I mean? How many hands that touched that? Uh, like mm. Elf, girl, you know what I mean? Just Richard Pryor. It's just so many that have touched that oak, you know what I mean? Just for my name to be in that, in that realm is just major. Mm. So, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, real quick, share with our listeners what it was like when you were way, way back inside the place, way back in, in the room, uh, you know, sitting where you're by yourself, preparing, or just what was that? You know, you're looking at, hey, man, I'm here. Okay, so, I mean, what was that like if you were back in there alone somewhere? It was kind of hectic, to be honest. You know, uh, shout out to Bob Sumner, the cat who um, directed, produced uh, Deaf Comedy Jam. Um, to give a little backstory on how I ended up at the Apollo. Um, I was uh, I was in Augusta, Georgia. Shout out to uh, Joker's Comedy Club. I was in Augusta, Georgia doing a show uh, with uh, Jen Thomas. And then uh, I saw a fly on the wall that Bob Sumner will be back for a, so- a showcase next week. I was paid to be there that- this weekend, but the next weekend it would just be on my dime. So I was like, okay, I'm coming back. 
and it's a 16 hour drive but they're in back you know what i mean so it was a big stress to go out not being paid you know what i mean drive 16 hours not guaranteed to get up and i just drove out you know what i mean and just man shout out to the support my support system people who got my back my you know what i mean it's just just stepped out it was raining it was just like the universe saying you sure you want to go you sure you want to do this and i peeled out anyway made it down just in time ended up going last bob Sumner was impressed with me he was like man i'm gonna see you on the apollo stage and then you know a year later it happened. so or, well a year and a half later it happens so you know it's crazy like I said, the energy of the Apollo is like, it's just like a cloud of spiritual energy, man. I just can't even describe it completely, but little nooks and crannies, you just feel like, okay, greatness is walked through this hall. I'm a part of the legendary, you know, people who walk through this hall now. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, it was electric. Um, it was. You know, were you just like a bundle of nerves or were you just like excited to just get out there and do it? <laughs> I was I was I was a little I, I, I'm always a little nervous I think I have because because again it's it's I'm I'm trying to be funny on call or you know what I mean I know mm. I'm funny it's not it's not a it's not a nervous doubt you know what I mean it's just just wanting to make sure I connect with the audience uh, I'm in a legendary place um, it's one of those opportunities you know what I mean it, it it doesn't mean you're gonna make it, but it doesn't mean it. It, it doesn't mean you know you want to do best your best too. You know what I mean? So it had some 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 uh, variables in there that made me think about it twice. But uh, it was still fun though. It was more fun than anything. It was more exciting than anything. You know what I mean? So mm. that's what we live for those moments. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And you know what? You know. You just your presence right now is helping so many other as as a chick with beats alluded to there's a lot of entertainers listen to this show there's a lot of yeah. people who are very experienced but then on the other hand there's some who are just starting out but your delivery your story is is inspiring it's inspiring me you know no, I, no. And, I mean you know it's got me kind of hyped and, and and all electric and everything so um so your story is being well received Man, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, man. It's like it, the thing is that the life, it, it, you know, our mind is powerful, and like what we think, you know, what I mean, it can it can bring forth those actions, it can bring forth those energy, you know, what I mean. So it was a time when I got off of negative thoughts. So anything negative, I just try to sweep it out of my mind with something positive. So it's all about going. It's all about living. It's all about appreciating the moment. You know what I mean, tomorrow isn't promised. Today is the gift. So live it the best you can. And living it the best you can means doing what you feel in your gut and your spirit you're supposed to be doing. So, mm. you know, if you just walk in your path, entertainers, you know, directors, writers, go for it. You know what I mean? Don't keep hesitating. Hesit get hesitation after game. Get pre procrastination after game. And put some trust in God, too, because that, that's the only way I be where I am right now, because of God. Mm. Man, I love all this wisdom and knowledge that you're sharing. We really appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. So, uh, yeah, if you could just make sure that everybody knows, um, you know, where they can follow you, where they can find you. I know you got some shows coming up. Um, yep, yep. Just let our listeners know all that good stuff. Well, uh, I'm on social media at Rob Love Funny. Everything's spelled correctly. R-O-B-L-O-V-E-F-U-N-Y. Go to my website, RobLoveFunny.com, if you want to holler at me. 
Um, you know, it's, the thing is, life is just so beautiful. If you got the right glasses on, if you got the right viewpoint, mm. nobody's life is perfect. You know what I mean? My life has had a share of ups and downs and still goes through it. But the thing is, if you decide to keep your head up, if you decide to be positive, if you decide to be on the love side, then you're going to get more love than the opposite. You know what I mean? So I just want to continue to encourage people. I'm a uh, motivational speaker, life coach. But, you know what I'm saying, most importantly, I just want to love and give some laughs to the world, you know what I mean? So, however that happens, I hope you receive it, you feel me? Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> that's a quintessential hip-hop lyric that you just spit out right there <laughs> when you said that, you know, life is so beautiful if you got the right glasses on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I used to I used yeah. to have the wrong glasses on, bro. I used to have the glasses on and be like, why? It ain't happening for me or... Why are they doing bad and still looking like they making it good? You know what I mean? But I learned that everybody's life has ups and downs. Even the cat that looked like he got it all together, he's still struggling with something too. You know what I'm saying? Even the fine female, the finest female I dated had some of the smelliest feet that I have ever <laughs> seen. Like, I'm like, he was like, I didn't make nobody perfect. So I understood from there on. Like, just because you don't see somebody flaws or downfall or what they struggle with don't mean they're not struggling. So. Mm. Man, 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 look now. See, now, you, can, you, we, you can't be a stranger to this show, man. No, you, we, hey, this is the first episode. This is chapter one. Okay. Hey, because we, we, we're going to have you back, man. Because yes. the way you are. Yeah, we got to have you back. Rob so, Little so you, Positive Spin. Let's have a segment. Rob Little Positive Spin. I put a spin on anything negative. Like the Super Bowl. If Super Bowl wasn't wasn't the best Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? It was not the best Super Bowl I've seen. But it's some positive, beautiful things. And the, the Super Bowl winning coach became the oldest coach to win the Super Bowl. His 95-year-old mama was watching him. Like, yeah, you your mama 95? 95? <laughs> and see you achieve your goal? Like... Like that's that's amazing. Yeah, you know, I'm pulling for nobody, but I'm just saying, like, that, I mean, like when you think, man, I'm I'm just too old for this. This dude kept going, and his mama was there to experience it. You know, like if you see it the right way, you can see the beauty in the, in the ugly in the ugliness. Mm, I love that positive spin. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, man. We hey, this is only chapter one, version one. Okay, so we gotta we gotta have version two, five, twelve, and whatever. So we yes. want you, you know, yep, gotta do I'm it. So, with uh, it Shout out yeah. to all my ATL comics, man. Everybody, ATL, Frito Davis, used to be food stamp, man. Got so many comics, Rodney Perry. Uh it's just a gang of comics out there I miss with and just show love. Uh my guy Double D. It's just so many comics out there to show me love when I come through. And I'll be back out that way soon, going to Texas. Doing some touring. Uh, I'm, I'm with a Kamigos, the Kamigos comedy troupe. Myself, Reggie Jr. and uh, Harold King, three co- three professional comics. Mm-hmm. You know, we just travel, do some singing, do improv. You know what I mean? So, just a lot of things going on. God working, just gotta keep moving. Mm. Yes, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then we're gonna go ahead on and and. Uh... Uh, slow this one down, close this one out. But as I said, you know, as a chick with beats, the same. We, hey man, you gotta you gotta stop back through and, yes. and uh, keep keep us and the listeners appraised of where you're going and, and, and informed of what you're doing. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you missed it, man, we've we you we've been in for it. We've had a treat today, mm-hmm. and uh, 
So shout out to you and all your people. So uh, again, this was the illustrious voice of our guest today, comedian Rob Love. And so I appreciate we, uh, y'all having me. <laughs> hey, thank you for we coming do. on. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 I'll just say this before we close, man. I just want to let, let everybody know, man. Just keep going hard at what you love. Love what you do. Love on your people because tomorrow is my promise. And love lives on. You know what I'm saying? And all the people I lost, I still feel the love. You know what I mean? So if you pour your love on the people, pour your love on the society, pour your love on your loved ones, it's going to remain beyond the time we have on this earth. So just keep loving and love and laugh. You feel me? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I yeah. got chills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. All right, Chick. You, you cool? Yep, absolutely. Like I said, thank you so much. And, you know, can't wait to have you back. Appreciate y'all. We're going to get it rolling. See y'all. Have a great 2021. Nothing but the blessings in 2021. Yeah. Stay well. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Man, I really, really, really enjoyed having Rob Love on the show. I mean, his energy was just, you know, magnetic. I just feel good and, and you know, just positive. Like, he <laughs> was just radiating. Yeah, you know, it, it, hey, it, yes, with this being an entertainment type of, of show, music oriented type of show, he fit right in. And matter mm -hmm. of fact, not only did he fit right in, he took it to a whole new level. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, he really did. And so, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, having him come back and join us again soon. And, you know, the show is open to entertainers. So, yeah, it's not just, specifically music related but if you perform you part of the grind of um, you know bringing positivity and you know good stuff to people's lives we're open to having you on that's right that's right and just like you we're having him back so you could be the same exactly just come on let us <laughs> all right we're gonna get to some more music and we'll be back with music industry news right after this
And we're back. It's music industry news time. <laughs> One of the stories that um, was kind of big is Triller and Universal Music Group. They've been having this bit of a public spat. I mean, it's like a, a nasty celebrity breakup or something, the way they've been kind of going at each other. So Universal Music Group pulled their catalog from Triller saying that um, Triller had been withholding payments to artists. So then Triller also publicly responds and says, no, that's not true. Universal Music Group is doing what it always does and basically trying to use their artists as collateral to squeeze more money out of us. So then they say, you know, we don't even need Universal Music Group's catalog to operate the way that we operate because most of their artists are shareholders in our company anyway. And so we don't need Universal's permission. We can get it directly from the artists, which, I mean... You know, that's that's a dangerous game to kind of play with. And, you know, Universal heard about what they said. So Universal snaps back and says, man, they're out of touch with reality. So it's been really, really crazy to see, you know, these companies going back and forth at each other so publicly like that. And, uh, you know, then to, to add to the matter, Universal signed a deal with their rival TikTok so they were able to come to an agreement, but yeah, this whole thing with Triller just kind of blew up in a really ugly way. Mm. <laughs> wow, a spat here and a spat over there. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Also in music industry news, Sony has been doing really well. They jumped up, their revenues jumped up to $4.5 in 2020. So apparently like the last quarter of the year was really huge for them. Streaming went up, physical sales went up. So, you know, you keep hearing about like struggles and stuff in the industry, but these major labels are doing very well. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> Indeed. All right, we're going to get back to some more music before we come back with even more industry news right after this.
All right, back with part two of music industry news. Former Miami Heat forward Chris Bosh starts a record label. So, you know, that's that's some really good news. Um, his hip-hop label is called Daddy Jack Records. And so he's a Dallas native, but now he's living in Austin. So he's basically been working with local artists there. So, you know, Indy's where it's at. I think that that's a great thing. Um, you know, he was saying that, you know, before his health issues, he hadn't really thought about anything outside of basketball. So he actually started taking blues guitar lessons and trying to make beats and, you know, kind of bring him out of his funk. And so that's what birthed the start of this label. So, you know, I, one thing that he had mentioned, which I thought was really interesting, was he was talking about how, you know, with basketball, you see that they don't have games for a couple days. You think maybe they get a chance to rest, but he was explaining, you know, they've got media appearances, you know, rehearsals and all this stuff to get ready. So he was saying that the same thing kind of goes for the music. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff before you actually get ready for the show. And so, you know, he's taking some of these same principles that he handled, you know, in basketball and now he's applying it to music. You know, man, now that's a strong move uh, in many, many different ways. So I, I can only give a shout out to him on what he's doing. That's going to involve a lot of other young people as mm -hmm. well and give them opportunities to do different things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a great thing. So, you know, make sure you stay on the lookout for that and, you know, watch what good things come from that. Also, Seth Traxler is Beatport's artist in residency for Black History Month. And so, you know, kudos to Seth Traxler for that. He's a Michigan DJ, you know, from Michigan, from Detroit. And so throughout the whole month on Twitch, there'll be um, a series of guest sets, um, educational, trying to give people the backgrounds behind the tunes. At one point, uh, Cornell West is supposed to be joining him. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And so kudos, congratulations to him for, um, you know, just being a part of something great for Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Also, new news about SoundCloud. They're stepping into gaming with Player One and live streaming a Fortnite tournament on Twitch. So, you know, it's been kind of like a, a underlying theme, you know, something that we keep sharing about how the music and gaming world is beginning to merge, you know, more frequently. And so this particular uh, series will be hosted by esports commentator Javier Monster D-Face Colazzo um, and Rico Nasty. And Rico Nasty is also performing at halftime <laughs> during the, the tournament. So that'll be kind of interesting to see if you're interested in checking it out. It's going to be on Twitch February 18th from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern and you know if you're not familiar with Twitch or want to check it out somewhere else it'll also be streaming on their Facebook page okay okay well hey the more the merrier get them in there crank it up <laughs> absolutely yeah and also you know SoundCloud actually made a couple of headlines so apparently they're looking at a direct payment to artist model and so if this happens you know most uh, they're considered a streaming company but most streaming companies don't do that. So they'd be kind of moving into Bandcamp territory if that happens. So apparently there hasn't been a decision that's been made yet, but when they decide it'll be by the end of this current quarter. So more to come on that soon, whether it's, you know, 
yay or nay as soon as we know we'll be sure to let you know as well hey good deal <laughs> i mean you know the, the world is just so full of information like this and don't let it pass you by because there might be a little latch that you can latch on to and make yourself more knowledgeable about something that's happening or even get involved absolutely yeah and that's you know the whole point for sharing you know everybody's got their own specific lanes that they operate in but by paying attention to the music news that's happening around you you can see what trends are happening that you might be able to benefit from and you know continue to build your brand in a more massive size absolutely the more you build your brand the better chance great things are to happen so uh do everything you can with all of these little golden nuggets that are given out every week and uh see if you can't self-apply some of them and, and make a, a come up in some type of way yep yep oh and you know what i almost forgot to mention uh last month we talked a little bit about neil jacobson who was a longtime president of geffen records and so you know he's supposed to be um we mentioned that he was working on a company that was supposed to be focusing on music acquisitions for you know, companies that were doing things that he wanted to be a part of. He was able to uh, get listed on the stock exchange. So if you're one of those people that's in the stocks and looking for music investments, it started trading last week. And um, you can find it under the ticker symbol TMAC.U. So the name of the company is the Music Acquisition Corporation. So that's for, for all you uh, finance wizards out there. If that's something you want to check out, please do. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, there's a current wave going on of young folks being involved with with trading. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you could give out that that uh, name again, those letters one more time for them in case they didn't write them down. Absolutely. That is T-M-A-C dot U. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to just a little bit more music before we come back to close out the night. Sounds good.
time of the night. We're wrapping up this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. We're very, very glad that you joined us, and we can't wait to do it again next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the saddle. And hey, you know, we're turning the corner on this winter time now. We're turning the corner because in a minute, we're going to start having some sunny days. And uh, hey, so we'll be outside again. So, you know, don't wait till the last minute to try to prepare for that. It's mm-hmm. on the way. Yes, very true. And hopefully, you know, live music kind of getting back a little bit to where it used to be. Oh, positivity. Yeah, it's just the the promise of spring just feels good, doesn't it? It does. It does. I mean, you know, dealing with the the frost, the snow, whatever, the ice, whatever, and and the coldness, as usual, it's about to turn the corner, be back warm again. So, hey, look out. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So, okay, we'll be back next week. Make sure you tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.